0: Good morning. This is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen DeVincenzi. It's Wednesday, the 11th of November 2020. Starting in Asia today, Azerbaijan and Armenia have signed an agreement to end fighting around the Nagorno Karabakh region. Since yesterday, fighting is reported to have stopped in the area, the agreement allowed Azerbaijan to keep the territories that it has gained in the last six weeks and states that Russian peacekeepers will stay in the Nagorno-Karabakh region for five years. In Azerbaijan, the agreement has largely been seen as a victory and there were celebrations in the capital, Baku, yesterday. However, in Armenia, there were protests yesterday against the agreement, with demonstrations asking for Armenian Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan to resign. Thousands of people have died in six weeks of fighting between Armenia and Azerbaijan. In India, a boycott has forced the company Amazon to remove some items from sale. Many Hindus used the hashtag BoycottAmazon to protest against the sale of items using Hindu symbols, including doormats and underwear. Amazon has said that it will spend six billion dollars developing its market in India. Europe. Amazon has had problems in Europe as well. European Union regulators have charged Amazon of unfair competition. Amazon is accused of using secret data to have an unfair advantage over other companies that use Amazon to sell their products. As well as selling its own products, Amazon allows other retailers to sell through the Amazon website. Last year, over half of items sold on Amazon were sold by other companies. In the UK, a study from the University of Oxford has said that one in five COVID-19 survivors develops a mental illness. The study of 62,000 people who had COVID-19 found that 20% has their first diagnosis of either anxiety, depression, or insomnia within the first three months. The world now confirms around half a million new infections of COVID-19 every day. America's, in the United States, the Republican Party is divided about whether to accept that Joe Biden has won the election, or whether to support President Trump in his attempts to challenge the result. Former President George Bush has already congratulated Joe Biden on winning the election. Four Republican senators, including former presidential candidate Mitt Romney, have also congratulated Biden. However, the leader of the Senate, Mitch McConnell, has said that President Trump has the right to continue legal action. and President Trump is 100% within his rights to look into allegations of irregularities and weigh his legal options. Most of the world's leaders have already congratulated President-elect Biden on winning the presidency. When Biden was asked about Trump's refusal to admit defeat, Biden said that it was an embarrassment and bad for the president's legacy. Um, I just think it's an embarrassment, um, quite frankly. Uh, The only thing that, uh, how can I say this uh, tactfully? I I think it will not help the president's legacy. I think that... uh, I know from my discussions with foreign leaders thus far that they are hopeful that the United States' democratic institutions are viewed once again as being strong and enduring. Trump has not spoken in public in the last few days. In Peru, Congress has voted to impeach President Martin Vizcarra. Vizcarra is accused of accepting bribes while he was the governor of Moquegua province. Vizcarra denies all charges. Leader of the Congress, Manuel Marino, will be acting president until elections next year. Africa. In Ethiopia, fighting has continued in the Tigray region. The Ethiopian military said yesterday that it had captured an airport in Tigray. Local Tigray authorities have said that the Eritrean army has also attacked the northern border. However, Eritrea has denied this. The United Nations has asked all sides to stop fighting to avoid a civil war. The Tigray region... Is thought to have over 200,000 soldiers, almost as many as the Ethiopian army. In Libya, a lawyer and human rights critic was murdered in the eastern city of Benghazi yesterday. Hanan al barasi has been critical of assaults and rape in Benghazi. Benghazi is under the control of the LNA and General Khalifa Haftar. In Kenya and Tanzania, a million people are at risk of losing their source of food as fish are dying in the Mara River. According to the World Wildlife Fund, illegal fishing, farming, deforestation and mining have worsened the biodiversity of the Mara River. Many species of fish and birds are now endangered. And in the US state of Nevada, the Virgin Hyperloop completed its first test with people inside. The Virgin Hyperloop is a levitating pod which uses magnets to travel up to 170 kilometers an hour. The company hopes that the Hyperloop will be open for passengers by 2030. That's your world news in seven minutes. Read the transcript of today's episode and listen to past episodes at send7.org. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at send7podcast. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow, you will be with Namitha Raghunath. Have a great day.